0: Hey folks and welcome to the Hunger for the Hustle podcast episode 61. My guest today live from Atlanta, Georgia, Joe Baptiste joins me. Joe, how are you, sir? I'm absolutely wonderful, Jake. Thank you so much for having me on. I really feel privileged and it's an honor. I'm excited to be here. It's my absolute pleasure. I'm excited to get into it with you, Joe. Joe is a master when it comes to sales negotiation and more importantly, closing those sales. (laughs) Having honed his skills for over 20 years in the automotive, corporate sales and leadership world, today Joe uses those skills, knowledge and expertise that he gained to excel using his power voice trained by the one, the only Les Brown to help others excel in their life. Joe, how's your day been? I know it's, it's coming into the evening there, it's only the afternoon here but in the future in Melbourne. <laughs> I understand. Well, good good for
1: you. Uh, yeah, we're winding down here. Uh, long day, but I'm excited. This is the best part of the day, Jake,
0: being here with you. Ah, oh, thank you, sir. It's, it's, no. to say, it's an absolute privilege and an honor to have you here. And it's great to speak to another fellow Power Voice Summit speaker. Let's get started and talk about that. Maybe let's even explain to the guys that are watching what the Power Voice system and program is and, and how you came to get involved with it, Joe.
1: Sure. Uh, well, Power Voice training, uh, and the, the summit as a whole, but Power Voice training is basically, uh, I believe seven, uh, seven, seven weeks with, um, Mr. Yeah. Brown and Mr. Talarico, And they primarily walk you through, uh, real life, uh, scenarios, uh, about, uh, 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 people, places and, and things that occur in our daily living and share with us really with an emphasis on, on what your voice can bring to the table to help you know your average, uh, your, adiz- your average citizenry. So what I got from the event uh, was, of course, the training was great. The modules are excellent. Uh, the, the 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 pace was was good. Uh, but the highlight for me was uh, truly the Wednesday nights uh, on the back and forth role playing, real life role playing with Mr. Brown, and of course the Q and A with John Tellarico. uh and then to listen to everyone's stories was impactful you know I got a lot out of it and it, it served me well you know the, the presentations for to watching our colleagues uh videos uh three minute ten minute et cetera, et cetera. and then ultimately as you and I were fortunate enough to reach the summit
0: yeah yeah and, and what a privilege that was you know and and I must say you know you really are hand-picked for that summit because there's hundreds of people that join the program but there's only 20 each time that speak at the summit uh, they've done one, two, I was in the first, year, in the second, the third one's coming up. But it's, 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 it's an opportunity that came out of, of what happened this year, really. You know, Mr. Brown's a busy gentleman speaking all around the world, doing what he does do, has done for over 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm quite sure, you know, he probably wanted to do something like this for a while. But uh, if it wasn't for what's going on in 2020, making everything a bit quiet, making travel somewhat impossible. I shouldn't use that word. I'm sure Mr. Brown wouldn't like me to use that word. <laughs> but it has, you know, it's quieting people down, people who have had busy and hectic schedules. It's it's, it's made. It's given that space to people that do like and want to help others to really be able to do that. And and the Power Voice program is an absolute product of that. For sure. Tell me, tell me, tell me Joe, what was the experience like speaking live at a virtual summit to thousands of people? Wow.
1: Well, I'll I'll say this, that uh, uh, even though that I've been accustomed for years to being in front of people face to face, you know, and interacting over the years, uh, uh, you know, in that realm, face to face, but for that event, uh, to knowing that it was a live audience, uh, and then to um, uh, go live to where you don't get a second chance for rerun to, to, you know, cut, rerun, there's no second chance. So, uh, I was on edge. I was a little. I was a little. Uh, I was a little uneasy at first in the beginning, uh, and uh, um, uh, a little intimidating in fact. So, so. Uh, uh, but it was wonderful. Um, the, everyone that was involved that, that participated in our particular summit, I felt really. Even though we were virtual, I felt the connection. To, I don't know if you felt that way. I knew I felt the connection to each and every one of us. You know, as we were go- going through the whole day, uh, experiencing the summit. You know, so. Uh it was phenomenal it's, it's everyone has a different experience with it. I'm sure yours was different than mine, but life changing for sure life changing and it was something that, that I wanted to something that I wanted to uh to do and
0: and out of my bucket list so to speak Well well done ticking that one off, and you really did you did a great job, and I enjoyed watching you. It was a funny one for me because the first one of course i was the first summit I was the first one to go up and i had it on the tv in in the lounge here i was here in in my in my bedroom and uh, i was kind of i had my my partner and my housemate were in the one room watching it and i was in this room and it was about i believe it was about what time would it have been for me It was just after midnight so and i was just so buzzed after that i couldn't get to sleep so pumped i ended up getting sleep about 4 a.m tried to watch everyone. Then for the second Power Boy Summit, that was a bit later. So I just had that on and I was kind of in and out of sleep and stirring, but I never forget you coming on and that that certainly woke me up and fired me up. So yeah, it's great to tick that off the bucket list and um and, and just, you know, really is a life achievement. No no matter if it's, you know, in the virtual stage or the physical stage, mm-hmm. it, if it's something you want to do, um, you still need a lot of courage, a lot of practice, a lot of skill to actually get it done and deliver your message and find your message. So yeah, well done, Joe. Well done in doing that. You did a great job. And I look forward to seeing you uh, speaking more, more events for sure. Thank you. Let's pull pull back from that, Joe. Uh, You're welcome. Let's pull back from that and get to how you, how you came to be, you know, in the world of business as a sales negotiator and closing those sales, you know, um, some people would say you're born with skills like that. I don't know if you were or you, or you had to hone them over, over the years. Well,
1: uh, interesting. Uh, I I wouldn't say born with them. Uh, I'm reminded of something that that uh, 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 in our class, in one of our classes uh, for for the Power Voice Summit, I believe it was Mr. Brown who had mentioned that uh, people said, you're a natural at this, you're a natural at that. You've never seen a natural surgeon. You've never seen a natural Hair stylist, a natural plumber—it's a craft. You work at it, you know. Uh, initially, when I first got involved in the industry, I was uh, rough, rough as a cob, so to speak, you know. And 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 I needed help. I needed help to uh, to uh, transition from just becoming a greeter, if you will, to shaking hands. And hmm. and uh, I, I, back then, I was even uh, I couldn't get past the initial greeting: "Hi, hello, welcome to." XYZ. My name is Joe Baptiste, and you are, you know. Th- and then after that, I'll be like, "Well, I'm such and such," and I draw a blank from there. So, uh, it's it's a craft. It takes some 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 work, like anything else. It takes work. But eventually, I overcame those uh, short uh, obstacles that were hindering me to to close the deal, if you will. Uh, I, my one of my favorite sports is baseball, and I'd like to use a baseball analogy, and that's Played okay. That's uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I would go. I had no problem getting the bunt, if you will, or getting the first base with a client. So the way it used to work back in the day is when you get the first base, well, you know, uh, all you used to every time you swing, when you come up to bat, you swing, most of your bats are going to be, you're going to get the first base. So back then they would let you uh, go ahead and get you in the rotation. You get on first base, but then they tap you on the shoulder, say, hey, look, you can't run from first base to second base because you haven't proven yourself. So mm-hmm. I, the, the short version of this, Jake, is, uh, I had recognized that once I got the first base, I needed to figure out how I could become better to get the second base and third base and eventually bring it home because they actually, actually would split your money back then. If you didn't, if you didn't complete really? the whole process, yeah, they take half your commission. So there were nice. plenty of guys that if you got a double, if you got the second base, there'd be plenty of guys that walk out on the field and say, tap you on the show, like right, buddy, you know, get, yeah. go ahead. You know, I'm going I'm to bring it home for you. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of uh, how I how I started in the industry. But eventually things began to get better for me. And uh, and I became an extremely good closer in the industry. Uh, I don't know how much you want me to delve
0: into the sales side of it. I'd love to hear more. I mean, you've kind of laid it out there, the the first part, you know, then what happened there once you started letting letting you get to that second base, started letting you close the sales. I'm I'm sure that, you know, a bit more money came your way then. That's always a, a nice added motivator. Extremely. So,
1: so, okay. So now you're, you're kind of new to the industry. You got three, six months in you know, you're able to, the, the management is trusting you to go out there and, and, and not blow an opportunity That because mm. they, they, you know, they don't want you to, to get a lot of opportunities. It's kind of like, you know, if you, if you get a lot of swings at the bat and you're always striking out, well, they don't want to put you in the lineup, you know, same mm. thing with basketball. If you keep going to the foul line, and you can't, you can't put it in the hoop. Uh, they're going to have somebody else take the free throw for you. Same thing in football. If you can't catch the ball, you know, they don't want you out on the field, et cetera, et cetera. So, but anyway, I, uh, I uh, eventually I got better at at uh, closing business uh, and identifying hurdles and obstacles. Let me back up for a second. I got better at 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 bringing it full circle with a client. For example, they all say, "What what brings you out here today?" and and well, what are you in the market for? And mm. some some really savvy shoppers would tell you, "Well, I'm just looking. Okay, mm.
0: I'm just looking." Not giving, right, I'm
1: looking.
0: <laughs> Not giving you much there.
1: <laughs> correct. Correct. Okay. So, so I'm just looking, all right, well, what do you, what are, what are you in the market for? What are you looking for? And some people say, well, I'm just looking, I just want to look around. I'll, I'll call you if I need you. So the standard role was to give them the business card. And, hey, I'll, I'll be over here. You know, if you find something you like, but that wasn't acceptable. So you had to, uh, this, you had to become more, uh, uh, not aggressive, but more, uh, more, uh, engaged and trying to, trying to get this, uh, individual to, to communicate with you. So what do you do is you start coming up with ways to try and bridge building with a client. And how do you do that? Well, okay, Jake, uh, I understand you're just looking, but share with me, if, if you had something in mind, what would it be? Well, I don't know. I want to look. Okay, well, let me share with you that on this side of, of the of the, of the the lot, over here, uh, for example, section A, you're going to find your compact cars. Section B, you're going to find your mom and pop vehicles. Section C, you're going to find your SUVs and sport utilities. That's kind of a layout of the dealership. So, what? What? Again? What? What? Uh? What? What model or what make or what did you have in mind for yourself? So you just keep prodding, keep prodding with the client, and eventually uh, you get you you get an answer out of them. It's kind of like that, right? Can you hear me knocking? <laughs> uh, nobody's home. I, I'm not, I got I not, I'm not I got going. Somebody <laughs> comes to the door. Hey, what do you want? <laughs> 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 Same thing it's like all right listen all right we're out here to look at your Hondas we're, we're in a Honda court okay mm-hmm. fine i got that. need. all right great you know so that once you get to that level of the industry of the business uh uh and the the key is to get people to go on a test drive but if i could give you a summary Bro. about right if i can give you a summary is uh, about dealing with people is to become an active listener be more of a listener than to be a talker when it comes to to your clients uh in the industry Cause they'll tell you eventually what they want. And so I got good at it and to the point where uh, I became a top producer, uh, 23 months in the industry and at one dealership. And uh, uh, eventually uh, I became a floor manager. And I, what, what, does, what does the floor manager do? The floor manager actually controls the tempo on the floor with the, with the staff, with the salespeople. You got to kind of like, it's kind of like uh, being in a lighthouse and you're looking out there to see if there's any, any, uh, any uh, what's going on? There's ships. Any ships out there? What's going on out in the sea? Right? You don't want to miss anything. You want to make sure you help everyone and 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 be be helpful uh, and and be there when, when needed. And so mm. uh, that's kind of how I transitioned in the industry. I got to the point where uh, uh, the other thing was staging. You know, I, I had, my whole office was staged to where it was inviting for clients to to bring down the temple when they come into the into the showroom. They come into the showroom. Oh. You know what I mean? You want them to feel good, you know. You don't want them to come in and be in a rush, you know, mm-hmm. or be antsy, you know. I don't know what it's like on, over there on your side of the world in the automotive industry, but, but
0: yeah, it's interesting you should say that because I actually bought a vehicle recently. I actually bought the first vehicle I'd ever bought in my life. I thought it was the first one I'd bought in about fifteen years, but then when I actually really thought about it, it was the first car I'd ever bought because I'd always had one with my job. Or when i was a young man my parents gave me a vehicle they're one of their old vehicles so bought my first ever car at 32 years old i bought my first ever car but how i did it a little bit differently i didn't go to the lot i've never been to a lot so i can't speak for it but i found one online and then it was being sold by uh, a guy who's actually a mechanic so um what they have over here which is fantastic they have like a uh, independent vehicle checking service that you can get someone to take a look over the vehicle and just give you an honest report and say hey look realistically you know the the guy is telling it is telling you there's not much wrong with it well the a b and c needs done first mm. before you really commit to it so and i'm glad i got that done on this occasion because this car needed about three thousand dollars of work doing to it just to get it fixed up to a to a nice position and the guy was good he said look i'm happy to pay for all that for you and and yeah, I bought myself a Land Cruiser, and very happy with it. Very, very happy with it. So, uh, but I'm not too sure what it's like out on the lot. But it must be the same. It's got to be similar. It's got to be similar skills that are needed across across the world. But something interesting that I found what you said there, Joe, was that you know to be a good salesman, it's it's more about listening, not about speaking right so it's more about taking in what you hear rather than just putting putting it out from yourself and we were taught that by mr brown were not we in, in the power voice program you know listen to the listening even if it's a virtual audience that can be somewhat harder of course than an actual physical audience in front of you but that can be conveyed in in the comments excuse me on a, on a virtual um, on a virtual summit or a virtual speaking presentation but you know listening to the listening and, and never letting what you want to say get in the way of what the audience wants to hear these are like key things and, and I think you can you know the, these key skills that you learn in, in the sales world you and and therefore in any role really you know I, I as a plumber I learned a lot of skills earlier in my life as, as a customer service particularly dealing with a lot of people um, in in one day and you, you if you're smart you can transfer those skills to then the other things as you move forward and move into other things in your life exactly exactly jake i was going to i was going to mention to you
1: that not just automotive these sales salesmanship as a whole mm. uh, leadership management they, they are transferable across all industries i mean mm. so you're not boxed into being in, in any one industry that those skills go with you for a lifetime and so yeah. and you know that's a quality and a talent that you have you know you didn't get that from your employer you know you you brought that to the table through your through your uh, personal and professional development so absolutely yeah. transferable and by the way uh, when i was sharing with you about about the being physically on the lot uh things have have changed now as well correct uh, 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 probably 70 80 percent of businesses is done, done online now
0: right. which, which
1: creates a, that creates a whole, a whole new u- unique challenge in the industry not just in automotive, but you know, across the board with sales, mm-hmm. because you don't get the the, the warm touchy feely You don't get to see the eye to eye contact. You know, you, you don't get that that to make that build that chemistry, if you will, uh, when dealing with online purchases. So it's sort of been cleansed, or or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's more sanitized now. A lot, a lot of a lot of consumers, yeah. you know, a lot of consumers now don't want to. They don't want the. The, the, the chummy chummy, you know, let's be friends and let's find out, you know, what church you go to and uh, what sporting events, you, you know, you participated in and do you have any children in Little League? Uh, that's kind of gone by the wayside now. Now it's kind of like mm. getting to the bottom line. It's like, you know, what's the price? And, and, and mm. so many words, right?
0: Mm. And so yeah. Business is yeah. extremely competitive. It is, and it is. everything's become a lot faster, like you say. no you know, people just want it want the information quickly. They want to know now. They want to know what the price is um yeah things things do move considerably quickly in business and i can just say that just from being really i've been properly in business for let's say i would say 10 years on and off but um yeah it's it's changed even in that time in the way that you conduct things and certainly the way in which you engage with people as has you know particularly things like the speaking industry this year it's it's really gone as a whole you know uh, online and actually Mm. i found that it's been perfect timing for me, I must say, because as someone who's moved into the speaking industry, it's been a great place to get started and, and to hone your skills while you're in your own, the comfort of your own home. Um, mm-hmm. and Just getting used to using these skills, you know, with the camera um, that can then level you up to, to the big stage, the big time when it comes, which undoubtedly it will. Indeed. Indeed. In, in fact, uh, uh, um, that's
1: why you have to be, adaptable. And the one thing that's constant is change. You know, one thing that is a constant is change, you know, not, you know, in life, you know, my, one of my favorite phrases or quotes is you're either green and growing or ripe and rotting for a lifetime and age isn't a factor. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, Benjamin Franklin, you know, people die at 25. They, they, I mean, people die at 25. They just wait until they're 65, 75 to be buried. So, Mm -hmm. you know, your age is, is not the issue. It's, are you are you going to be able to adapt and change? Uh, and I I don't recall exactly what what uh what uh author I read it from, but for a lifetime, for 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 a lifetime, you know, I mean one one speaker I heard one time, uh, he had mentioned he was uh, I want to say was it was pushing eighty, and he had said uh, he said uh, 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 today is one of the best days of his life. And this is a true story. He was he was pushing eighty, and he said today's one of the best days of his life. And people started laughing in the audience, right? Because you know, dude, you know, you, you, you know, you're you're getting up there now. What do you mean it's one of the best days in your life? You know. And he had said, uh, he said, they said, well, how old are you? He said, well, I'm 80. Tomorrow's my birthday. And the guy says, wow, you kind of, you know, you're kind of already there. He said, I'm looking forward to being 81. He said, well, I wouldn't want to be 81. And the guy says, well, that's because you haven't been 80 yet. <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're 33 you 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 want to be 35 if you're 80 you want to be 81 so mm-hmm. i just found some humor in that uh yeah. So,
0: yeah. yeah yeah absolutely i agree yeah one thing is constant is always change and you know if if this if this year's highlighted one thing to people it's that you've got to roll with that change and evolve with it evolve or become extinct is something i like to say and and yeah this year has really brought that home now, let's talk about yeah. Let's talk about some challenges in in business that you've had, Joe. You know, being in business that long, twenty years, does not come without its challenges, as as does life itself. You know, but I tend to find that um, when I when I talk about these with my guests, the challenges, the failures, perhaps you've been through, the lessons that get shown to the audience there are just so so valuable.
1: Sure. Uh, so so I'll back up here for just a bit. So my twenty years in the industry. Uh, I, I was more of an employer of an employer uh, side of the industry, and so one of the challenges. So I, I've always been able to to generate income uh, because there was everyone, everyone else was doing the marketing and advertising and providing the inventory, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, if you want to call me a contractor or self-employed in some in some instances, so be it. But one of my one of the things that I want to share is that I kind of stayed too long in the industry because the industry paid me so well. Uh, uh, but I wasn't growing. I wasn't developing any longer. I could kind of do it in my sleep. So uh, for for business purposes, I did eventually get out uh, because I wanted to get my time back. And so some of the hurdles and challenges I experienced in these last four years of, 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 of making money uh, on my own has been uh, uh, one of them is, you know, you got to do it. There's no there's no no. Uh, there's no one no one's going to do it for you. So you're, you're confronted now with a lot more pressures uh, to get it done. Your creativity has to kick in uh, um, and you have to have a passion and a drive and an intensity about yourself, more so than when you're an employer for someone else, because, uh, you know, it's up to you. If it is to be, it's up to me. You know, you've got to do it yourself. And so, uh, you know, so that that lives with me. But the rewards on the other, other side of it are 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 are. are you know, tenfold, tenfold, Jake, about, you know, all the benefits that come with, with uh, doing it for yourself.
0: Yeah, I found yeah. that answer
1: the question.
0: Yeah, you sure did answer the question. And uh, it can be challenging, you know, when, when it's just you and and you've got no one else to rely on, you know, if you don't get that work done today, no one else is going to get it done for you, and nor are they going to get it done tomorrow or the next day. So, yeah, and look, I can speak from personal experience on that one, let me tell you, you know, thinking, oh, yeah, okay, I've got a list of 10 things to do and just, you know, trying to have a go at some of them. Um, yeah, something I've actually been working on recently, right right, this week, is, is you know, out that list, what's priority, what needs done today. If it's not done today, it's really going to affect tomorrow and, and figuring that out. And, you know, that's why coaches and mentors can be good or just, you know, friends and family, people that have been through the same similar stuff because mm-hmm. they can tell you where they went wrong so you don't have to do the same thing. Agreed. Agreed. A, a network is is
1: huge, huge. You know, they having a network of support uh, and then uh, uh, associating with like minded individuals uh, and having having resources. And it doesn't have to be financial resources. You know, it's uh, uh, resources for 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 teachable moments, resources to reinforce the can do attitude. You know, those resources, whatever you are needed, uh, you know, are are. are are, they're a godsend, uh, Jake, you know, cause, uh, cause there's gonna be those down days. There's gonna be the day, I remember, I remember in, initially uh, uh, when I had, I used to I used to uh, buy and sell cars independently. And so, but I always wanted to make sure I, I give someone something of value. I, I'm not one that wanna, I want a win-win situation. And I remember distinctly that uh, I had sold, I had picked up a, a, a Toyota in fact, uh, not a Land Cruiser, but a Toyota Highlander, and I had sold it on. A, I sold it on a Friday to this lady, and uh, Monday she called me up and she had some issues. Now I sold it. I made. I can. I guess we can say it here. You know, I made about thirty-five hundred dollars on, on on the purchase profit. So she called me up on Monday, uh, and basically it was too big for her son to drive. You know, he was a sixteen-year-old. Uh, he didn't really want it. She thought that he would be safe with all that body around him, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a Toyota dependable. Well, there was really no such thing as taking it back because you weren't happy with the product, you know. Mm. Uh, you know so, uh, and in fact, you know, money was tight back then. And and, and I'm, I guess what I'm pointing, bringing up is about service. Money was tight back then, and, and I didn't have it to to reimburse her, but I, I wound up taking the vehicle back and giving her her money back you know, mm. for, for, for future blessings. You know, that was my, you know, there was nothing wrong with the vehicle, uh, purely that she made a mistake, made the wrong purchase, you know, and I didn't have it to give, but I looked at my character, my, my integrity and my, my uh, relationship going forward in the community. And I just didn't want that bad karma. So, you know, you've got to do right by people is what I'm getting at. Jake.
0: Yeah. yeah. Just, just yeah. do the right thing in all situations. I think Joe, you know, wherever you can and really if you're working for yourself of course you can a lot of the time it's your choice and your decision and and by doing the right thing even though it might not be right for you at the time Mm -hmm. you've got to be customer focused customer centralized and it's the right thing for the customer and you know that's probably going to lead to actually more repeat business because they're going to go hey look yeah i know joe down at the lot on the corner he yeah we i bought a car off him nothing wrong with the car the car was great it was my area in buying it and he gave me my money back without any without any hassle you know that's Word like that is going to spread spread fast for you for you in business integrity honesty. Hmm. Hmm. Sure, it did. It
1: did. In fact, not from her, but uh, I, I not from her, but I know it did because uh, I, things just the gate floodgates opened up. I was having more of a need than I could fulfill, you know, which you know which helped my pocket immensely. Transition from even that stage of where I wanted to be, which was still wanted to break away from automotive,
0: but I had some liberties back then. So yes, it did absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and let's talk about some some wins some triumphs you've had in business some moments that really stuck out for you made you proud Mm -hmm. to be to be an owner operator so
1: so i kind of made a little note here so one of my my this is this is a big win uh for me uh on transitioning to what my passion is what what my my desires goals and drive is right now which is public speaking which is training uh, uh, negotiating uh, setting up some coursework to help others who ha- sort of uh, have a void and some areas where I have strengths but one of my big wins uh, Jake was uh, getting a small check a small check a 500 check from uh, one of the one of my universities uh, to speak to the marketing and advertising department virtually uh, although it was just a small small check that was the biggest check that I'd ever received speaking. And so uh, I knew then that I was hook, line, and sinker in the industry because I had proved that I could do it. You know, actually, not just for for to 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 volunteer, but I could actually generate some income. You know, and that led to another speaking engagement. You know, uh, uh, with the school system, and so that was one of the big ones for me. That was a big win, although it was just a small check. It was big up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of <laughs>
0: People say it's funny you know people say you never forget your first time and it, it it's true right it doesn't matter in what in what respect you're talking talking about or the first time, what context it is you never forget the first one you know, just like um the first time I spoke at the Power summit that was the first time i ever i ever had spoke in in a public forum at all something I'll never ever forget you know never mm-hmm. forget that first hour you closing a new business, you never forget that first check you get. And uh, I commend you on, on a finding your passion and b then going after it, because um, the two things are, of course, closely connected. But one one kind of doesn't hold too much gravity without without the other. You know, you can find your passion uh, and that's fantastic. But then unless you actually pursue it and act on it and go forth with it, uh, it's not really going to develop into something that if you want it to, it's going to be something that pays the bills. Indeed, indeed, it's all about action. You know how how how
1: big or small. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Just picking up the phone. Just sending out one at one email. Just you know, just put it out there in the universe. Uh, you know, I, I always I like to go for long walks, power walks, and uh, I, occasionally I have a you know my airpods AirPods on and and listening to some positive affirmations. But uh, on rare occasions, I like to just get out in the nature. With no no headset on and do and talk to myself, you'd be surprised at you know what 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 you can discover when you have those intimate moments with yourself that you can just mm-hmm. talk to yourself. You know, I know you, I, I know I saw you. I, I believe you like archery. I,
0: I've never. Uh, I've never- <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I do like archery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. um and that's um that's something I usually I've done a lot actually just by myself. Yeah, because um it's something that requires a lot of focus um, and it's something that it's it's repetition you know and it's it's visualization as well actually mm-hmm. all that all those things come into it. it it's a sport of um yeah that really really tests you it more I would say it's, it's a funny sport because it's more about the mental than the physical um of course you know the repeated action of drawing the bow back and letting it go but it's more about your your mental clarity, your mental focus, and your visualization of where that arrow is going to go when you let it go. But um, yeah, it's um, yeah. You must have seen that photo I put the other day. The other day, then, where I said, uh, you know, much like life itself, it's it's aim, focus, uh, hit the target, just rinse and repeat. That's correct. Now, how many how many yards? Are, 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 what's a, what's a good yardage for you on the on the ball? Hi. Right, look, I'm still uh, the the furthest I've ever got is it yeah, well we're working meters here. The furthest I've ever worked back from the target is twenty meters. Okay. So I'm still pretty, pretty amateur, but um on a good day I can still I can still put in a good kind of uh one to two inch group at twenty meters. Outstanding. There you go. There you go.
1: Like you said, practice, practice and and, and application. You know, yes. the more you use it, the more you use it, the better you become. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's a lot or of fun. it. Use it or lose it, I guess. Use it or lose it. That's right. You know, practice doesn't make it perfect. It makes improvement. It's the only Great. way you're going to get better. Folks, if you've just joined us, this is the Hunger for the Hustle podcast. This is episode 61. I'm talking with Joe Baptiste, and I'm just about to ask Joe how he defines the word hustle, what it means for him, and what has drove his hunger for it over the years. Happy, I was waiting.
1: I'm glad they get that question. Jake, I don't blame (laughs) you to ask for each and every one of us, and you'll get a different answer from different people. Yeah, so, so my, my, to me, hustle, uh, hustle means you know that I'm still interested, that I want, I want and need to be doing what I'm doing. I still have the burn and desire in me because if you don't have it, you're not going to continue to hustle, you know, you're going to lose that hustle. So, it's a reminder. That I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, you know. The other thing about hustle is, is uh, uh I know that uh, there's a there's an old saying that the the wolf on the on the mountain is always the wolf climbing the mountain is always hungrier than the one that's on top of the mountain, you know. And so uh, that I say that to say that he's hustling up that hill to get to the, the, up there where he wants to be, you know. The hustle, hustle is good. Hustle is good, you know. Uh, think about it they tell you to hustle in sports. they tell you to the hustle that doing this hustle doing that. so when you've got that hustle in you uh, it 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 emits uh, a, a good a good uh, a good it, it sends out a good message to the to the universe you know so to me my hustle the hustle is 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 everything if I if I lose my hustle, I lose my drive you know I lose my passion that's I need to go find something else to do you know and when I'm hustling, when I'm hustling, I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So when I'm not hustling, I know that I'm, I'm being comfortable and staying, staying average, staying average. So, you know, keep that hustle. Keep that drive, you know. You know, you know be the hustle. Hustle, 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 Jake. That's, that's what it means to me. It, 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 it lights a fire in me. It brings out my
0: passion, you know, when I want to hustle. Love it, so, I reckon. I reckon the only time you're not hustling, brother, is when you're asleep.
1: <laughs> <And then> you, <laughs> right that's right and then you and, and 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 hopefully you put it on the brain so that it works on your subconscious so you're on your subconscious so when you wake, wake up you can physically start doing it again mm, yeah. mm, absolutely. Yeah, you ought to can that jake
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, t- tell me if you um let's say let's wind it back and say you went back to just getting started in business is there anything you would you would do dramatically differently along the way? You know, is, it, is there a, a different approach, a different perspective you'd go at it, go at it with? Or? So, so, and I know that you probably have
1: heard it before about, I wish I would have started sooner, you know. I wish I would have started sooner. I wish I wouldn't have uh, uh, sort of try and pre-plan, you know, to make sure that there wouldn't be any potholes along the way, you know, to make sure that I was uh, – uh, 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 looking out for any 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 landmines or roadblocks along the way, pre pre preparing you know and before I take off. Uh, if I had to do over again, I, I wish I would have done it a lot sooner and 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 just took the licks and the beatings and everything along the way. Because if you really got the drive if something that you really want to do, and you're scared to do it, uh, just do it and you know, and then be accepting of of of, of of the scars and the bruises and, and everything else that comes along the way, you'll find a way to get it done. And if you don't find a way to get it done, uh, there's always, there's always a a pause and, and, and the process, you know, and, and, you know, uh, dust yourself off, pick yourself up, you know, and and get back out there again. So yeah, I wish I would have done it a lot, lot sooner.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And look, that is an answer I've heard before, but it's, it's, it's the truth, right? It's, it's how you perceive it. It's how you see it. And getting started sooner is, is definitely something that I think a lot of people wish they had done in business. And and the reason that they they got stopped from starting sooner is often because of their beliefs, you know, or or not even their beliefs, but the beliefs they were given from their parents, teachers, peers, even friends, you know, family. Um it's it's your I found, you know, why didn't I get started in business sooner? Because I really had no better idea. I really didn't think I could aspire to more than working for someone else. And it was what I'd learned out of school. And I just kind of uh, got stuck in it for a while. It's funny because uh, I'd always had, you know, little businesses along the way, but it's easy. It's easy to, to believe those things that other people say, say to you and you get caught up in and not aspire to more. But uh, the moment that you make the decision not to and it starts working out, you do just think, why didn't why didn't I do this sooner? Why didn't I do this start this few years ago?
1: Yeah, you know, Jake. Speaking of that, uh, I'm reminded of I don't know what it's like on the other side of the world, but a hundred years ago, a hundred years ago here in the U.S. You know, I grew up in the Northeast. There were mom and pop stores everywhere. There was delis. There was barbershops. There was tobacco shops. There was, uh, sh- uh, shops, there was uh, theaters, local theaters. There was a lot of pizza parlors, you know, everything about when I grew up. And so mm-hmm. what uh, uh, what happened between now and then? Well, uh, on, on, on the, in relation to us, you know, becoming independent and working for ourselves, well, you know, historically we go to school, you know, we get a skill uh, and we're, we become part of an assembly line, you know, to, that they, you know, that in so many ways, you know, we come out and do what our our parents did or do what some of our, our relatives did, you know, it becomes the norm. And so mm. we've become part of the normal process. And so it really takes a unique individual to get to find that drive or that want, you know, to, to get out here and, and do it for themselves. Because, you know, uh, as, as we've heard before, um, uh, Murphy, will come looking for you. You know, you're, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Murphy Law will come looking for you. It reminds oh, you. Yeah. That, yeah, you're in the wrong. You know, get back in there. Get back in there. Mm. We want you back mm. in there selling for us we want you back in there doing work for us so yeah it's unique
0: unique unique individuals to get it done yes it does and it's an interesting point you make joe that you know we went from this time in the world you know of course i'm 30 you know just over 30 years old really and and but i did see you know did used to see a lot more of that when i was a young man there was a lot more smaller stores a lot more family-owned businesses you know whether that be the corner shop, the newsagent, the restaurant, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Mm-hmm. and and we moved away from all that. And you know, um, it's all became you know big corporate chain stores, big malls, and and things like that. And I wonder like if we're if with what's happened this year, we're going to go back to these smaller stores and things. But I'm not too sure how that will play out. Whether it's going to be in a brick and mortar sense, mm-hmm. because I think that is just being. You know, that is, being, that, is loot, that is in a battle for territory with online, and online is, is considerably winning that. But I think there's going to be a lot more, you know, they're calling this year the e-commerce gold rush, a lot more people coming out and making their money online and, and just coming up with their own store, you know, their own small store, whether they're selling T-shirts, selling the cakes that they bake, or speaking, you know, like you and I do, Right. Make it making the money out of of speaking online and that in its own is, you know, you're your own brand, you're your own small business. So I think, I think there's going to be a trend. Personally, I think there's going to be a trend of, of small, small business coming back and people wanting to support that small business because they want to support their own country, right? All these, all everyone's country has taken a knock and Mm -hmm. no one's going to want to rely on import export as much as we used to. So I think, uh, and I hope that that's a welcome change of things that's coming back, but in a kind of, in a, in a new world twist. Yeah, I I agree. I see it. I, I see it. I'm feeling it.
1: Uh, I think we're. I think I think I think that's going to take place for sure. Yeah. Mm. I, think, uh,
0: mm. you know. I I already see it in the way that you know, people wanting to buy you know Australian made, American made, British made. People are already wanting to go back to that. You know that, particularly. Uh, as you pertain to some of the older generation know that it used to be like that a lot more you know a lot more products you used to get used to be american made uh, and people want to go back to that because they see the value of shopping local and buying local, uh, local and supporting local
1: right right putting 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 your local uh your local citizen, citizenry to work and 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 ben- and and uh, uh and uh um Supporting them, supporting them.
0: Yeah, yeah. P- putting money back into the community, right? Right, right. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Now, Joe, you're a man who is sure has got a plethora of goals and dreams and things that you're working towards. But I'd love for you to share some some with us today. Yes, I'm happy to.
1: So uh, right now, uh, I want to build on the plat- the existing platform that we are pretty much, I'll say under construction. I like to use that word, still under construction with a, with a, a few things. And some of those things are, uh, um, excuse me, Jake. Um, are, yeah, we want to uh, keep things affordable for the clients that we that we engage with. Uh, we want to become more charitable. Uh, we want to speak to youth, under-privileged, uh, underprivileged individuals and people with disabilities. That's part of what, what we want to tap. Be tasked with going forward. I'm not. I'm not so much chasing the almighty dollar as much as I'm chasing my passion, my vision, and my dream. Uh, at this point, of course, I want to make money, you know, but I, I, I really want to be more altruistic and being becoming more of a giver. And by that, you know, I can't help but get blessed along the way. Uh, the other thing is, uh, we're going to put together. We have some courses in the making for 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 other people who who are, are deficient in some areas. Such as customer service, communication skills, finance, executive leadership, management, marketing, negotiation, sales, and time management—just to name a few—that's going to be available at an affordable price. Uh, online courses, hence what you were just talking about about uh, e-commerce business.
0: Mm, mm, so, mm. so
1: those are my goals, uh, and in concert with uh, staying healthy, of course. Oh that's yeah, for, that's yeah. for another to- That's for another discussion.
0: Yeah, it's got to be up there, right? Without health, you know, you're not going to be, if you haven't got your health, you're going to find it pretty difficult to excel in other areas. That's correct. That's correct, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's paramount. Indeed. Joe, we're coming to the end of uh, the episode here and I've had a fantastic time talking to you and back and forth on business and your story and uh, and the things you've learned inside it. And actually in that, I've learned some things as well today. So I hope the audience has too. But before before you go, Joe, I'd love for you to share three hot tips and perhaps the book recommendation with the audience in regard to business. Happy to do that, Jake
1: and thank you for the question. Uh, uh, if I could give any tip my first my, one of my first tips is association. Be cognizant of, of your association, who you associate with, you know what you do uh, with your time uh, uh, to, to associate. Of course networking is key. Uh, and network outside of your network. And what do I mean by that? This is all tip number one. Uh, that I had gotten stuck in a particular industry for a long time. And when I wanted to, when I had that, because it hopefully it will happen to some of, of other individuals, I'm certain it will. And when I wanted to do something different, you know, I, I, I had no network. And so uh, here I was all, all, all over, starting all over again from the beginning. So networking, associate be, be mindful of your associate, associations and read, read, become a reader. Reading is to your mind what exercise is to your body. You gotta get yeah. the cobwebs mm-hmm. out, you know, you so got well. to read. Even if it's 10 minutes a day, start with 10 minutes a day, you know, and read with a purpose, be away from uh, individuals. You know, we talked about having your one-on-one time with yourself, you know, your alone <laughs> time, you know, mm-hmm. take 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 that some of that time and read. Even when I first started reading, I was challenged to get past Three, four, five pages. I kid you not. And so I became in love with reading, uh, and and uh, it expands your mind and takes you outside of your existing world. So yeah, reading, association, reading, uh, and the other tip that I would I would give was uh, don't neglect uh, your your diet. Uh, you know, don't don't neglect a, a good diet for eating habits because you know you are what you eat. You know, uh, and so you know uh, whether it doesn't matter whether you're you know. 17 or 77, you know, practice good eating habits, you know, at some point, uh, eat green. Uh, and so the good book, the, the book, Jake, that I want to share is, uh, I'm going to go back all these books out that are current now, but I'll give you a, I'll give you a classic. It's called the magic of thinking big by David Schwartz. The magic of thinking big by David Schwartz. And that book was an eye opener for me. Uh, we're, we're going back about, a, about two decades. Uh, you'll find it. It's an inexpensive book, but it's called The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. Still relevant today. I'm sure you'll find a lot of nuggets in that book. Uh, and I still own a copy in my library today. So thank you.
0: Thank you, Joe. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. I'm going to drop your Twitter, Facebook, and website in the comments here. But you just want to tell the folks, for anyone who's perhaps listening to the audio back later and can't see the video, all the comments uh where is the best place to find and connect with you
1: absolutely thank you Jake so joe delivers.com uh, that's my, my web address joe delivers.com uh and please uh, go to joe delivers.com uh, and register your information so that i can become a part of your universe uh and i have a gift for you uh on my website so, uh, so please go to joe delivers.com and register i have a gift for you and uh, i'd like to become a part of your universe and hopefully we can add value to each other and of course on Facebook, Uh, and then other than that, the old fashioned way, Jake, I'd go out and give up my phone number, but I'm not gonna do that,
0: (laughs) (laughs) so thank you. Thank you Joe, it's been an absolute pleasure spending some time with you today, I've really enjoyed myself, and I'm sure the audience has too. Folks, whether you've been listening now, live, or you're listening back later, Thank you for joining. Please like and subscribe. And if you know anyone that you think can get some value from this episode, anyone that wants to be in the world of business, anyone that already is in the world of business, please share this episode with them. Thank you so much, Joe. And thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. Thank you, Jake. Bye-bye. See you.